Hi, everybody. Welcome to Detox Podcast. I'm Denise Walker, your host, and this is episode three. It's too late when you start to lie. Here again, surrounded by the inevitable black. My only defense is to let it in, wisp by wisp, whisper by whisper. You should turn back. This isn't a place for the season, let alone the week. I sold my soul, but still the darkness comes. A merchant I can't avoid, paid by others' love that I steal in kind. The line is so blurred, it's barely there, but you can still change your mind. You'll know it's too late when you start to lie. This poem serves as a warning, not only to myself, but anyone on the substance use path. The cyclical nature of addiction comes through here when I speak of the inevitable black, the darkness. What goes up must come down. In recovery, especially in early recovery, the emotional extremes are jarring. Eventually, the lows become accepted as part of the process, but in the beginning, they are so frustrating. How could I feel so good, then feel so bad? It made me feel like I was doing something wrong. When things got really hard, the only defense I had was to let the darkness in little by little, wisp by wisp, because I needed a way to live with it. I needed to know it in order to be okay with it. At first, it felt like weakness, like my walls weren't strong enough to keep the evil on the outside. Learning to navigate your darkness is vital to recovery, but this poem is about when too much darkness gets inside, curls around your organs, and eats at your brain. This poem is about the moment in your addiction when your morals first come into question. If you use enough, feed that addiction enough, there comes a point of no return. Every time you take another drink, you step towards the proverbial line in the sand. Alcohol coaxes you forward and asks of you, how far are you willing to go? For me, honesty is the most important trait to adhere to. All my life, I held on to the idea that no matter what the fallout or the pain, to be honest was the best way and to just let the pieces fall as they may. I was a teenager when I swore not to tell lies. Aside from my parents, of course. Sorry, mom. Uh, lies sat horribly with me. They made me feel ill and sticky. Everything felt off until I came clean. I lived that way for years, always honest, allowing the fallout, trusting what was meant to happen would happen, until alcohol. I started drinking more when I still lived at my parents' house. I moved out when I was 22, but before that, it was probably a good two-plus years spent drinking lots on my parents' couch. I wasn't invisible. My parents and sister witnessed it all. My mom would confront me and tell me straight up that she thought I was drinking too much. She even told our family doctor about it because she was so concerned. But he never confronted me, so thank God, but um, I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to keep drinking, so every time she brought it up, I would deflect. I would change the subject. I became evasive. When they would walk into the room, I would hide my glass. We went on a family vacation to wine country because, of course, I designed a family vacation to wine country. And while we were there, I was good. I had access to all the wine I wanted. And um, on the way home, I started to panic. We stopped in Golden, BC, and I didn't. We were staying in this motel, and like, I didn't know what to do. So I took my water bottle out to the truck and poured a whole bottle of wine that I had bought in wine country into it so that I could get drunk enough in secret in front of them so I could sleep. I used to sleep on our couch for a few reasons. Um, my mom hated it, by the way. She didn't get why I wouldn't use my perfectly good bedroom. It took me a while to figure out why I did it. All I knew 
was that I felt safe there, more at peace. Uh, what I knew for sure was that one, I was closer to the alcohol and wouldn't have to go up and down the stairs for refills. Two, I didn't have to make the decision to call it quits and head up to bed, which I think was the deepest reason. I didn't want the responsibility of trying to fall asleep. I wanted to drink until I passed out. I handed over the controls to alcohol. There were no rules, no limits, and that was the freest way to be addicted. When I moved out of my parents' house, it was easier in a way. I didn't have my mom nagging me to slow down. Instead, I had a roommate that liked to drink almost as much as I did. We drank all the time, and that allowed me to feel like my level of consumption was normal. It also made it easier to stay up later and later, laughing and chatting and getting drunk. I started showing up late to work, and in a way I expected them to see through it and recognize that I was slowly killing myself, but I showed up with smiles. I was in so much pain every day. My head and my stomach ached. I was exhausted and irritable, but I had to pretend I was in perfect health. Even when I moved in with my boyfriend a year later, I never let on how terrible I felt every single day. That would have been an admission that something was wrong. And I didn't want someone else nagging me about what, it, um, about what felt like my decision, my life. I've heard a saying along the lines of, a happy addict is someone who's been enabled. An angry addict has heard the truth. And man, that was a hard pill to swallow. So accurate. I reacted with anger anytime someone came between me and my alcohol. So I hid. I snuck gin into our bedroom disguised as water. I thought I was being sneaky by trying to hold beer bottles against my body so my boyfriend couldn't see me bringing them to the room when I should have been sleeping. But how could I sleep without it? Alcohol was in charge of that. I gave it the controls. Alcohol joined us as a third bedmate every night, whether my boyfriend knew or not. I knew that hiding it was wrong. It felt gross. It went against everything I had believed in. I wasn't myself anymore. I was so far from myself. I had given my core identity to alcohol, which felt like selling my soul. And still the darkness found me every night. It didn't feel fair. How could something I want so badly, something I sacrificed my basic self for, hurt me so deeply? but I kept paying the price. I kept stealing grace from the trust of others. The ones who saw me as unburdened, the ones who labeled me as optimist, too nice, too forgiving. I let myself be that person that they saw so I could take more from it and give it to my demons. I saw the line as I slipped towards it. The closer I got, the fuzzier it appeared, like standing too close to a photograph. I saw it and I knew that I had crossed it when I started telling lies. Here again, surrounded by the inevitable black. My only defense is to let it in, wisp by wisp, whisper by whisper. You should turn back. This isn't a place for the season, let alone the week. I sold my soul, but still the darkness comes. A merchant I can't avoid, paid by others' love, but I steal in kind. The line is so blurred, it's barely there. But you can still change your mind. You know it's too late when you start to lie.